the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American right. Todd Starnes. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Happy to have you with us today. Happy Thanksgiving Eve to you. And we are live, border to border, coast to coast, across the fruited plain. Well, we've we've got a lot to, to unravel uh, today. Uh, by the way, we're going to be uh, throwing out a lot of trivia, an opportunity for you to win some great prizes, courtesy of the Todd Stearns Radio Program. And uh, we're going to be getting to that. We'll be taking your calls as well. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Five nine two six. So uh, yesterday there was a bit of news on Fox, and uh, there was there's a guy in Iowa, and they they call him a kingmaker. Uh, he's an evangelical leader by the name of Bob Vander Plaats. Now look, unless you were deaf, dumb, and blind, uh, it was pretty clear this guy was on Team DeSantis all along, and uh, he was not very good at faking it. And that's okay. Look, it's America. You want to support a candidate? You can support a candidate. But it's a little disingenuous to uh, get out there and say, well, um, I'm keeping my options open right now. We just want to hear from everybody. Uh, There was a lot more to it. So uh, Bob Vanderplatz um, came out yesterday on Fox News Channel and announced his endorsement for uh, the Republican presidential caucus. And he is backing Ron DeSantis, Boots DeSantis. And and look, that is his right to do. But it's been really pretty ugly uh, in, the, in the religious community in Iowa of late because uh, there are a lot of accusations being thrown around uh, that, well, if you support Trump, you're not really a Christian or you're a bad person if you support Trump. And then when you fight back, well, all of a sudden those people pretend that they're the victims. I, I can't stand that. You know, if you're going to lob, if you're going to lob a grenade, you better, you better be ready when somebody throws one right back at you. I mean, this is politics. You got to put on the big boy pants. So anyway, it turns out that Vanderplatz, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. So it turns out that they were having a big gathering, and this is a few months back. Um, the group is called the Family Leader, 
And first of all, I'm curious if these people really do have that much influence, you know, if they really are that influential in the uh, in in the nation. I mean, maybe in Iowa, but I'm, I'm wondering nationally, you know, if this is going to have any play or if it's going to have any sway. And our good buddy Jeff Stein, who is the top radio host in all of Iowa, uh, we um, we were chatting back and forth. I'm going to share some comments uh, that, that he made uh, in just a few moments. But anyway, it turns out that Vanderplatz received nearly $100,000 from Boots DeSantis and his backers. And no, I'm not making this up. This sounds to me like pay for play. Now, Team Trump is having a is having a, a field day with this because that's what they're they're saying that basically um, that Boots bought off Bob Vanderplatz. Now Vanderplatz is saying there's nothing nefarious about this. It was you know we held an event and if you wanted to be a part of the event you had to pay a certain amount of money and um, and so clearly Boots did a cut number nine. And just to clarify something you said about the money thing, this is, I think, from a Reuters article in which it's it said that DeSantis campaign, a super PAC linked to him, a nonprofit group supporting him, together paid $95,000 in recent months to the Family Leader Foundation, uh, according to the campaign finance reports and a document prepared by an Iowa state lawmaker who was helping Vanderplatt's organization raise money for the July 14th presidential candidate forum. So is that not true or that's true? Oh, well, sorry. Uh, yes, it's true. The, the guy goes on to say it's true. Um, guys, let's find that full, uh, let's find that full interview if we can, because I'm going to need to play that. But it, it's true. And, um, it's the super PAC and the campaign actually, you know, paid the money to the Family Leader Foundation. And guys, let me know when we get that audio. It, it's a pretty long, it's a pretty long interview, but I, it's important for us to hear this in the context because Vanderplatt says, uh, and I want to read the the quote. He he was interviewed by Reuters a few months ago. Reuters actually exposed all of this, and Vanderplatt told Reuters, uh, "My endorsement has never been and will never be for sale. My only interest is in bold, courageous, principled leadership for the country." Now, I reached out to several of the organizations, and uh, we do uh, we do a lot of work in the religious liberty world, and I reached out to some of our guys, and I said, hey, um, do you guys charge these candidates to come and, and be a part of the the event? And nobody of nobody of um, of the level that we operate in does that. And I'm talking about the big guys, but I want to I don't want to drag them into this. Does it seem unseemly to you? That that DeSantis is is giving this guy ninety five thousand dollars, and then a few months later, all of a sudden they're BFFs, and he's getting the endorsement. Does that sound weird to you? Now, uh, President Trump responded, and he said that um, the deal smells like an unholy alliance. Uh, he says uh, a statement that he sent me last night. Over one hundred and fifty faith leaders in Iowa or organizing their congregations for President Trump. Not a single one demanded nearly $100,000 like Bob Vanderplatz did from Ron DeSantis. When you are actually the leader of a movement like President Trump is, people are willing to support you for free. So the question is whether 
Vanderplatt was moved to endorse Boots DeSantis by the Holy Spirit or the Almighty Dollar. But it stinks to high heaven, I'll tell you that much. So anyway, I reached out to to Jeff Stein, and uh, Stein has again he is the he is the grand poobah of talk radio host, especially in the world of politics in uh, in, in Iowa. Also, he's an attorney, very well respected uh, journalist uh, there in Iowa at KXEL, our awesome affiliate. And I asked him. I, I said, um, I'm curious to know if Vander Platt's going to move the needle for boots. And how are Iowans reacting to this pay-for-play scheme? Which, by the way, Vander Platts, that's with an S, not a dollar sign, said um, it's, it's not a pay-for-play. He says this is all on the up and up. He says we should have charged him more money. So anyway, Stein says this will have little to no effect in convincing Iowa caucusgoers to support uh, DeSantis. Mr. Vanderplatz has telegraphed that he favored DeSantis for several months, and at that time, the governor's support in the trusted Iowa poll dropped from 35 to 16 percent. Uh, talking about boots. The official endorsement comes just days after candidates attended another fundraising event promoted by Mr. Vanderplatz's group, which this year received significantly more money in financial support and sponsorships from the DeSantis campaign and super PAC than from any other candidate. And this is interesting. Now, just like I said, Stein's got sources. Stein says, one candidate told me he was kept off the stage at the latest event due to the organizer's arbitrary rules about who would qualify. Well, wait a second. Vanderplatt said this was uh, he was advertising it as a Thanksgiving family dinner. So according to Jeff Stein's reporting, somebody was not allowed to sit at the grown-ups table. I wonder who that was. We'll find out. Stein goes on to say that the that the dist candidate was invited to spend a significant amount of money to buy exhibit space in the hall even though he was denied a spot at the supper table. Wow. Stein goes on to say the financial aspect diminishes the impact of the endorsement as the optics suggest something other than a pure endorsement. You know, this is a fair this is a fair point. Uh, at at some point you just have to wonder, all right, did he did he screw up here? Should he have just said, "You know what? Uh, boots, I really I don't want your money. I mean, I could use your money, but I don't want your money because my endorsement is going to be worth more to you than, you know, $95,000, and I don't want it to be tainted. Anyway, Stein goes on. He's He wrote a commentary. He says, the new Iowa State poll, um, and he, he says, not the poll showing that 70% of likely caucus goers approve of the job Reynolds is doing. That's the governor, Kim Reynolds. But 63%, this is interesting, 63% of Iowans say her endorsement of Boots made no difference in deciding who to support in the January caucus. In fact, nearly a quarter, 22%, said the Reynolds endorsement, and this is shocking, made them less likely to support Boots. Wow. So there you go. But here's what I would recommend. If you've got a candidate, if you've got a candidate out there and that candidate is saying, oh, Pastor so-and-so is endorsing me, 
you need to ask Pastor so-and-so if cash exchanged hands. That's what you need to be asking. Because I don't trust these. Look, I don't trust any of them. It's a grift. That's what it is. It's a great big grift. And I'm telling you, the more I the more I spend doing this work, it's it's easy to get jaded because a lot of the people out there that are earning big dollar paychecks are not even conservative. So anyway, um I I guess I I guess Vanderplants should be commended for at least admitting the grift. Let's uh, we've got Dylan has got that uh, audio. Let's take a listen. Let's just cut to the chase. What's the announcement? I'm I'm thrilled to throw my personal endorsement and support uh, behind Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. And some people are saying that's not a surprise. Uh, but why are you doing that? What's the reason for that? Well, the reason it's not a surprise is that we need to find somebody who can win in 2024. And what we saw in 2022, the supposedly red wave really only happened in Florida and in Iowa. Uh, Governor DeSantis took a reliable toss-up state in Florida and made it complete red, won by 20 points, won in demographics that we haven't won in. But he's also done that by being a bold and courageous leader. So right away, it was kind of his endorsement to lose. But as you know, Brett in Iowa... Uh, They go to church with us, they're in our homes, they come to our offices, the Leadership Summit. But at last Friday's Thanksgiving Family Forum, he closed the sale with me. He was very clear about, we need a president who can serve two terms, not one term. We don't need a president that's going to be a lame duck on day one. You need a president that's going to surround themselves with the best and brightest people versus having a hard time attracting them again. And someone who's actually going to do what they say they're going to do. And I just think he's got the spine to do it. And I think he's got the experience to win for us. All right. Well, uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So is this going to impact your support for Donald Trump? Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304, and start investing today. All right, welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Let's go to Maryland. Greg is on the line. Hi, Greg. What say you? 
As always, Mr. Starnes, it's an honor and a privilege to speak with you. Thank you, my sir. My question to you is, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. My question to you is, you always hear our side saying Jill Biden should implore Joe to stop being president because of his, you know, his mental defects. How come you never hear the Republicans screaming at Ron DeSantis' wife saying, hey, look, he doesn't have a chance, make him stop? Well, what's uh, the old saying, what's good for the goose is good for the, well, you know the thing. Well, let me let me answer your question here, Greg. Um, the, the reason why is if you say anything about Mrs. DeSantis, the pro-DeSantis disciples on social media and out there in the media world immediately attack you. And so a lot of people are afraid to actually say what what actually needs to be said. Uh, the second part of that is I suspect that just like Jill Biden, that it's Mrs. DeSantis who is more interested in, in heading to the White House than her husband is. Look, I think I think I would like to think that Ron DeSantis is smart enough to see the writing on the wall here. But it just doesn't seem, and maybe I'm reading this the wrong way, but it just seems to me that his heart is not in this. I just, I don't see the joy on his face. You know, Greg, when he goes out to these campaign events, he, he has this pained look on his face. And, and you wonder, does the guy really, does he really want to be out there? Is, is his heart really in this? So anyway, if, I mean, but if it's the wife who is shoving him and it's the wife who is telling him to wear high heels, then yeah, I, I can see where, you know, where, where, you know, DeSantis would not want to talk about that. I fully concur, Mr. Starnes. I hope the ankle's getting better, too. Thank you very much, Greg. Appreciate the kind words. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. All right, we're going to throw out a trivia question. I'm excited about this. We've got some, uh, we have some good prizes to give away, and uh, we're going to start. Here's how it works. Uh, I'm going to ask the question, and you're going to answer it doesn't get much easier than that, folks. Um, here we go. Question number one, and um, and this is, I believe the prize is a copy of uh, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. It's a great book. You're going to love it. Not just because I wrote it, but you're going to love it. So uh, here we go. What are the names of the two turkeys President Biden pardoned just a few days ago? Did this at the White House. Big ceremony. By the way, big bird, too. Got to be on the roids. What are the names of the two turkeys Biden pardoned this year at the White House? If you know the answer, give us a call. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. All right, we have got a great show lined up for you. Uh, coming up a little bit later on, our good friend Governor Mike Huckabee is going to be here. Also, uh, Newsmax national correspondent Caleb Park is going to join us, one of our great alums who is now working at Newsmax. Also, our good buddy Charles Thorngren from Legacy Precious Metals is going to drop by, and uh, we've got some important investment news to share with you as well. All of that coming up. Also, a great opportunity for you to head over to our website right now and uh, check out all of the great stories we have up for you exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. So it's pretty cool. You're going to love it. ToddSterns.com. And while you are there, you will see the word subscribe. Click that button 
and you'll sign up for our free daily newsletter. It comes out once a day, and you will also be able to sign up for our podcast. You'll be able to go back and listen to all three hours of the radio show. All right, again, we need to know the names of those two turkeys that Joe Biden pardoned. Our telephone number again, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is The Todd Stern Show. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1-800-839-8506. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns or call 800-839-8506. Promo code Starns. The DeSantis crowd is in an uproar over yours truly. I, I'm going to read some of their uh, some of their comments in, in just a moment. But first, we do have a trivia question out there on the table. Uh, let us let's start in uh, the beautiful state of of Maine. Rick is listening to us on WLOP. All right, Rick. What are the names of the two turkeys that Biden pardoned this year? Hi, Todd. Uh, it's uh, peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> No, unfortunately, Rick, I'm sorry, that is wrong. Uh, Good try, though. Um, All right, let's go to Connie in Gainesville, Georgia, listening to us on WDUN. All right, Connie, it's not peanut butter and jelly, by the way. Uh, What what are the names of the two turkeys? Liberty and Bell. (laughs) Yes, uh, Connie, you are correct. And that makes you a winner. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm excited about getting your book. Very excited. Well, you're going to love it. It's uh, it's a good read, and uh, it's an eye-opening read. And there's a lot of stuff to laugh about in there, too. Uh, Connie, we're going to put you on hold, and uh, Grace Baker will get all of your, uh, your info uh, there. Uh, fear not, ladies and gentlemen. We will have more trivia questions throughout uh, the show. So anyway, I... Um, I want to I want to read something from a guy who um, who is uh, coming after me, and the guy says he's a pastor. His name is Matt Wells. Uh, that's how I, how he identifies himself on uh, social media. He calls <laughs> this is great. I said, "What's more authentic, a person who endorses a candidate for free, or a person who has paid piles of cash to endorse a candidate?" And so uh, Matt Wells says this bedwetter is a fraud. This guy is a pastor in Iowa. This is really fascinating. So uh, Wells uh, also goes on to accuse me of, hold on, I've got to read this. This is fascinating. So Matt Wells says, my pastor endorsed 
Ron DeSantis, after the governor called him personally back in June, they talked on the phone for 30 minutes about all manner of issues and principles. All right, great. Good for you. Just last month, my Baptist church in Iowa hosted the DeSantis family for a Sunday morning service. I've come to know Ron and Casey DeSantis well. I've met every candidate who declared for president on the GOP and have done so for the last several election cycles. I don't appreciate your ignorance of the issues here. Well, what? wait a second. What, we, what ignorance? We told you that, and by the way, the problem I have here is that the donation, the $95,000 donation, was never revealed. It was exposed. And Reuters is the one that, that did it. So if it's all on the up and up, and again, I mean, you heard this, you heard from Vanderplatz, a guy said, hey, look, I wish I could have charged him more money. So if it's on the up and up, why not come out immediately and say, hey, look, uh, just so you guys know, we're charging an arm and a leg for you to be a sponsor at this event with 2,000 people. Anyway, the guy goes on, Matt Wells, he goes by Big Red Matt 1011 on Twitter. I wonder if money changed hands for Paula White to slobber all over your idol in years past. How about Robert Jeffress? Those people never paid me any money. I've never received a dime from these individuals. Lest you think I'm lying, a simple perusal of my bio will show you I'm not. My background photo is in front of my church with the DeSantis family. Good for you. Good for you, pal. I'm going to run these posts of yours by a few important Baptist pastors and let them know you're lying. What am I lying about? What am I lying about, sir? Bob Vanderplantz admitted on Fox, as a matter of fact, we've got, we've got more audio to play from that. Dylan, let's, let's let Matt Wells hear what Vanderplatt has to say. Uh, cut 21. You know, uh, not surprisingly, uh, a statement came out from the Trump campaign anticipating your announcement of supporting Governor DeSantis. Uh, and this is it. I'm just going to quote it. Bob Vanderplatz endorses a candidate who will never be president. Over 150 faith leaders in Iowa are organizing their congregations for President Trump. Not a single one demanded nearly $100,000 like Bob Vanderplatz did from Ron <laughs> DeSantis. When you are an actual leader of the movement like President Trump is, people are willing to support you for free. All right. Your reaction to that? Well, first of all, President Trump knows better than anybody that my endorsement has never been and never will be for sale. So it has nothing to do with any any type of money uh, that is being paid or anything like that. I know that's what they want to claim, but that is not the case. What we're trying to do is we believe uh, 2024 is the most important election of our lifetime. We believe we need to choose and choose well. So I think you'd want to go to an experienced leader who has accomplished results uh, versus somebody that I truly believe he may be able to win the nomination in President Trump, but I don't think America is going to elect him president again. And I think what we need to do is find that next generation leader. Yeah, do you think, Bob, sorry to interrupt, that, you know, we were looking at this video of evangelical leaders kind of praying with the president in the Oval Office. Do you think that there has been a split among the evangelical community uh, looking at President Trump and how they view him uh, in the wake of the end of his presidency? What do you think has changed? Well, there's no doubt. The evangelical community, first of all, they, they have great admiration for the former president. He did a lot of great things. 
That said, I think they also know that it's probably now time to turn the page. They're a little bit exhausted by the constant indictments, the constant complaint about the past. We need to embrace somebody who's got a vision for the future. And that's why even after the Thanksgiving Family Forum on Friday, we had several come up and say that they're looking at uh, caucusing for the former president, but now they're going to go with Ron DeSantis. I think DeSantis is making the case. I think Governor Reynolds' endorsement of Ron DeSantis is a key play in the state of Iowa. And if Iowa launches a Ron DeSantis, I think it gives New Hampshire a new look, South Carolina a new look, and you have a real primary that's going to take place. And just to clarify something you said about the money thing, this is, I think, from a Reuters article in which it's it's said that DeSantis campaign, a super PAC linked to him, a nonprofit group supporting him together paid $95,000 in recent months to the Family Leader Foundation, uh, according to the campaign finance reports and a document prepared by an Iowa state lawmaker who was helping Vanderplatt's organization raise money for the July 14th presidential candidate forum. So is that not true or that's true? Well, it's definitely true, and I'd encourage everybody to read the Reuters article. Everything we do is above board and in sunlight. We have a leadership summit that's a major thing. IRS rules prevent us from giving donations to a campaign or giving access to a campaign. And so not only Ron DeSantis, but Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, and others, I mean, they had, if they wanted to be at a dinner, they wanted to be promoted in a program, you know, they, they had to pay for that. They had to pay for that. Pay for play. And look, it's America. If that's how if that's how you pay the mortgage on your house, then you live your American dream. You do you. But again, I it just seems to me that an endorsement coming from a a religious leader, someone who is respected because of their their rock solid religious beliefs. It seems to me that sort of individual should be above the fray of of accepting cash this pay-for-play scheme. That's just me. But that, there you go. All right, uh, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We have an interesting story on the uh, the website, toddsterns.com, from Lake Charles, Louisiana. And the, the story, it's these uh, atheists from Wisconsin, they, they call themselves the Freedom From Religion Foundation. I think they're also lactose intolerant, which is a rough a rough thing to be in Wisconsin. You know, it's cheese country. They have the, uh, what is it, the cheese curds? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Anyway, they get, they get all triggered by the mention of God's name. And uh, there was a teacher, a kindergarten teacher in Calcasieu Parish in Louisiana, and she had been leading the children in a prayer, the Lord's Prayer, just before the children ate lunch in the school. And uh, the Freedom from Religion Foundation found out about it, got very upset. And a parent apparently had a problem with the children uh, petitioning our Father who art in heaven, or which art in heaven. So they fired off a letter, and they said this is incredibly unconstitutional. It is against the law, and the teacher is no longer allowed to deliver the Lord's Prayer in front of the kindergarten children. I will say this, though, and just I want to read the quote here from Annie Laurie Gaylor, who is the co-president of the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Here's what Miss Gaylor had to say. 
Public school teachers are entrusted to lead their students academically, not on matters of religion. Our public schools exist to educate, not to indoctrinate a captive audience of vulnerable five-year-olds and their personal religious views of teachers. All right. Well, I wonder if the Freedom From Religion Foundation would have a problem if the teacher had made the children, I don't know, pledge their allegiance to the rainbow flag or engaged in what I am now calling pronoun proselytization. Hmm? I do wonder. Got to take a break here. Our number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us today. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. So Israel and Hamas in a temporary ceasefire as they exchange hostages. Now, before I share this information, just a reminder that all over America right now, you have these terrorist sympathizers that are going around and ripping down the photographs of the of the hostages, the kidnapped hostages. Many of them are Americans, by the way. And the the explanation is from from these uh, terror sympathizers is that well these people are really not um they're really not hostages they're on vacation or they wanted to go willingly or or it's all just made believe these are all crisis actors that there's none of this really happened well um we now know that that is of course a lie of course we've known that was a lie all along Cassie Dillon from the Daily Wire, listing on her Twitter feed a list of the the hostages. One of them is 10 months old. Now, this all happened on October 7th, so you're talking about a nine-month-old when the child was kidnapped. The 10-month-old, his little four-year-old brother and mother, and um, they're all kidnapped. A little girl, nine years old, is among the hostages set to be released. So do you understand what these monsters did? They they kidnapped these little children. These people are godless monsters, soulless monsters. Um, a number of 12-year-olds on the list, 13-year-olds, a 3-year-old, and her little brother, an 8-year-old, 
along with her mother. An American child, three years old, is set to be released. Her parents were murdered in the massacre. Americans, by the way. A two-year-old, another four-year-old, going down the list here. It's just tragic. And the, the shocking thing here is that we are dealing we are dealing with monsters. And does it bother you that this administration has really not responded in kind? Uh, we have Americans that are being held hostage. What are we doing about it? By the way, more than 60 attacks on U.S. military. Dozens of our troops have been injured by these attacks from Iran. When are we going to push back? When are we going to fight back, ladies and gentlemen? Or should we fight back? 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. You know, I go back to this DeSantis thing. It's, it's very funny. I, I'm getting slammed on the social media feeds now by the uh, pro-DeSantis crowd. And this is one of the reasons why I think DeSantis is an unpleasant candidate is because of his his followers. They are pretty ruthless people. And uh, a number of them are very high-profile evangelical Christians, and some would call them leaders. And they have reached out to me, and um, they've said over the past couple of months, they're really upset about my spiritual status because I'm supporting Donald Trump. And they, they actually believe that Donald Trump has replaced God in my life. I, it, you cannot make this up. These people are, they sound sincere. I don't, it sounds to me like they've bought into some sort of a cult themselves. And the great irony here is, oh, by the way, people are well, they're Starnes. Starnes has been to Mar-a-Lago. How much did Trump pay him to come there? Nothing. Went there on my own dime. Did I stay at Mar-a-Lago? No, I stayed at the Hilton Hotel in downtown West Palm Beach. Well, that starts. He's spoken at all those Trump rallies. How much did Trump pay him? Hmm? Didn't pay me anything. Didn't take a dime. P- paid my way there. The gas in my car took care of that, too. Didn't stay at a hotel, drove right back home. I think I did. we did stay at a Hampton Inn once. They had the free breakfast. It's delicious. Trump didn't pay for that either. Well, he wrote the endorsement. How much did you have to pay him to? Nothing. Not a, not a single penny. I just asked. By the way, Congressman Jim Jordan endorsed my book, and so did Senator Marsha Blackburn, Congressman David Kustoff. Pastor Jack Hibbs, Pastor Robert Jeffress, no money exchanged hands. No money exchanged hands. We support each other because we believe in each other's missions. Now, the great irony, I want to get back to the irony here. The irony in all of this is that I was never a big Trump fan in the beginning. And I. it's important to bring this up because a lot of people, you know, they they were rabid anti-Trumpers, and then they jumped on the bandwagon, and you know, and I don't like the, I don't like that. And look, I own it. I was very hard on Trump when he was in that Republican primary in 2016, very hard. And I was a Rick Perry guy 
Then I was a Ted Cruz guy. I think Huckabee was running. I was a Huckabee guy. Then Ted Cruz, and I I was on the Cruz train up until the the, um, the RNC. I believe that was in Cleveland, Ohio that year. And so, but once Trump became the nominee, I got on board. And you know what? I my big problem was he's promising a lot, and I just don't know if he's going to be able to deliver all of this. But it turned out that I was woefully wrong. And I acknowledged the error of my ways, and I got on board. And I've been pretty grateful for what Donald Trump has done to this country. And I haven't bought into all of the negative press and the hateful things that have been said. All of them, by the way, have turned out to be lies. All of them. So I'm still on the Trump train. I'm not, he's not my Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ is. And it really says a lot about the spiritual nature of some of you so-called religious leaders out there that you would question people's salvation simply because they support a political candidate. Come on, what's wrong with you? Jeez, hello. All right, we'll be right back, folks. Hour two coming up next. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us. That's right. I love this American And hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Hour 2 of our show, Thanksgiving Eve uh, in America. Hope you're doing great today. Uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking to our good friend, uh, Charles Thorngren from Legacy Precious Metals. Also, a chance for you to win some prizes. And uh, right now, though, I'm, I, I want to uh, share some breaking news uh, with you coming out of Niagara Falls. Now, many of you have been in that area, a beautiful area. Uh, you've got, of course, the waterfalls. It's a huge tourist destination. And uh, we are now getting reports, and we've got the video up at ToddSterns.com of a of what they are describing as a huge explosion uh the explosion happening at a border checkpoint now if you have if you know anything about um that area uh going into and out of the uh, united states you have to go through what basically looks like a giant toll plaza one eyewitness and by the way we've got the video of this the aftermath and whatever whatever exploded there's a lot of smoke there's a lot of debris and the reporting is that perhaps a car exploded at the border checkpoint uh, we I'm looking at video now on toddsterns.com and you can actually see the damage done there at the checkpoint along with a lot of smoke I mean it's a lot of smoke the uh, the governor, Kathy Hochul, is now weighing in, saying she has been briefed and closely monitoring the situation. The local television station there reporting that the federal authorities are investigating. So that leads you to wonder, okay, was this a terrorist attack? We don't know. I'm just reporting what we do know and that there was some sort of a, of a it's being described by eyewitnesses as a huge explosion followed by a fire. The Gazette newspaper, the Niagara Gazette, 
says, and I'm going to quote this, a Niagara Falls police captain told onlookers they should leave the area because it was a dangerous situation. So uh, we will keep you updated on this breaking news out of Niagara Niagara Falls. Uh, this is interesting because just yesterday, CBS News, and do we have that... Um, we have that report, CBS News, Catherine Herridge, reporting of a heightened threat of concern about terror attacks specifically in New York State. Take a listen. Thank you, Jerika. CBS News has obtained a security alert suggesting an increasing terrorist threat to New York State. The New York State Intelligence Bulletin points to Israeli operations against Hamas and specifically that the increase in civilian casualties raises the likelihood that violent extremist threat actors will seek to conduct attacks against targets in the West, with New York State being a focus. The alert says possible targets include protests and other public events. Police in New York maintaining a highly visible security presence around potential targets like synagogues. And while there's no specific or credible threat, security for this week's Thanksgiving Day parade is at a high level with the full deployment of thousands of New York City police officers. The Intelligence Bulletin emphasizes that anti-Palestinian chatter has also been a observed on multiple social media channels with pro-Israeli advocates calling for violence against Palestinians and those who support them. The greatest th- threat comes from lone actors who take inspiration from violent rhetoric, much of it online. Today, New York's governor called on social media companies to take an aggressive approach to shut them down, Jerika. All right. I have just seen a brand new photograph from the scene of this explosion. Ladies and gentlemen, the car was literally destroyed literally destroyed. We have the picture up at ToddSterns.com. And uh, Grace Speaker, I know you're on our website right now. Uh, Refresh that page. Uh, This is really shocking, the photograph coming out of Niagara Falls right now. Yes, Todd, I'm refreshing the page right now. You were right. That car is obliterated. I mean, it. there's not, I see a wheel, but that's about it. It's completely destroyed. The frame It's like it wasn't even there, just debris scattered across the ground. And uh, subsequently, there are other photographs that are being posted on Facebook uh, that show the fire. Um, You have to imagine, you know, as the person in the toll booth, are they okay? Other people that may have been in line, are are they all right as well? And we don't know if this was some sort of a a mechanical malfunction, terrorism. Uh, They're not telling us yet. But I'm telling you right now, the way what's left of that car, Grace, yeah, that's not a mechanical error. No. That looks like a bomb. No, that looks like a bomb explosion. I've seen a car like catch on fire, but it, nothing like this. This looks very intentional, like a bomb. Yes. Yeah. All um, right. But we'll keep you updated on the we, latest development. We are. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a uh, we're going to take a break here and regroup. Are you concerned about the the terror threat in this country, ladies and gentlemen? And if this is in fact what it's sounding like, it is. You have to wonder who else was trying to get into the country, and are are they already here? Uh, Maybe you have loved ones in the area. You want to give us a call. Maybe you're listening to us in Niagara. Give us a call. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back uh, again to the Todd Stearns Radio Show, and we are following some breaking news uh, right now out of Niagara Falls at the U.S. border checkpoint where there has been some sort of a massive explosion involving a car. 
Uh, there is a lot of smoke, a lot of fire, and a lot of damage. Uh, Grace Baker, I know you've been monitoring uh, social media's uh, what you got for us. Yeah, so according to reports, the car was traveling in the wrong direction, and it crashed into the booth at an inter- inspection, and it blew up. Um, the police uh, were directing traffic, and they told reporters to leave due to a, quote, dangerous situation, and all four international border crossings between the U.S. and Canada have now been closed. Um, again, we're just getting more images of that explosion, and it's just... It's and it's been obliterated. I see a wheel, um, a few parts, but clearly not just a car that you know was set on fire. I mean, it was completely destroyed. So they're saying it was going in the wrong direction. It was going traveling in the wrong direction. That's what reports are saying right now. Um, Okay, Um, a lot, uh, a lot to unravel there, folks. So we will keep you uh, updated uh, on the situation. But again, the Rainbow Bridge has been closed until further notice. Um, there has been a reported explosion, a blast at the U.S.-Canada border. All routes into and out of the nation from there uh, have now been shut down. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Um, we also have an interview um, that we did, we conducted with our With a good friend of this program, he is a member of the South Carolina Freedom Caucus. His name is Adam Morgan, and he is now throwing his hat in the ring to run for Congress. And Adam Morgan is a rock-solid conservative, and he has been fighting his own party for years. But I'm telling you, this guy has a shot at uh, becoming yet another member of the America First Caucus up on Capitol Hill. Let's take a listen to our interview we did with Adam Morgan. Well, there is um, yet another major congressional race that we're going to be focused on. And 2024, it's not just about the White House. It's also about the Senate, and it's also about the House. And we're, we're going to have to really step forward here, folks. And we're going to have to fight to maintain uh, control of the, um, of the House of Representatives. I want to go right now to the Newsmaker line. One of the, man, one of the men who wants to make that happen, Adam Morgan, who is currently in the state house running for Congress, and he is the chair of the South Carolina Freedom Caucus. Adam, good to have you with us today. Hey, Todd, good to be with you. All right, so you're, you're look, you've had a very successful career in the state house. Uh, I saw the announcement, and man, there was a huge crowd there. Why? Why would you want to leave the safety and the security of the state house and run for Congress? Yeah, because uh, of what's at stake. You know, I'm a, a young dad. I got a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a newborn, uh, 10 weeks old. And, uh, you know, the stakes are high. I want to be able to leave uh, this nation and our society uh, in a better place uh, than I found it. I want to secure the blessings of liberty for my kids. And, yeah, we've had a fight in the state house, and we have changed uh, South Carolina, as many of your listeners are likely aware. Uh, we're the good old boy system. We're one of the uh, bluest states. Other uh, uh, actually Republican controlled. We're behind everybody else and in highest income taxes, no school choice, uh, terrible tort laws, anything you can think of. And that's with a Republican controlled legislature and the governor's office. And uh, we have Republicans who uh, run as Republican, but they don't govern as Republicans. And when I took office, I made a lot of promises. I'm going to go fight for our values and I'm going to uh, pass conservative legislation. 
and, uh, and you know, change the state. And we've done that. Our caucus has been wildly successful. Uh, we've shut down pediatric transgender clinics in South Carolina. We've school, uh, sued rogue school districts that were teaching CRT and blatantly violating state law when no one else would deal with it. We won those cases. We've passed banner legislation like uh, constitutional carry and school choice. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the fight has been uh, strong, and it's uh, been a lot of opposition. But we've had the wins, and I want to take that fight to Washington. And, and that's something that I fi- found to be fascinating, Adam, is that there have been those attacks on conservatives in the South Carolina State House. And you would think, well, it's South Carolina. Everybody's conservative there. But again, you guys have been dealing with the same kinds of issues that I believe the House Freedom Caucus has been dealing with up on Capitol Hill. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at our uh, races, the uh, lobbyists and the special interest groups have funded about $700,000 worth of attack ads in Freedom Caucus members' districts. And that is coordinated by House leadership, which is Republican-controlled. So you have Republicans who are more interested in unseating conservatives who are fighting CRT and fighting transgenderism and actually passing conservative laws uh, than they are fighting against the left. And, you know, that's a big problem in the Republican Party uh, as a whole. You know, unity is not silencing uh, opposition. Unity is, uh, is coming together with shared values. And if you show strong leadership and you fight for what our core values are, the Republican Party platform, uh, you know, you win. I mean, look at what's happening in states with strong leadership. Uh, you see whether it's President Trump or uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida, both of them, you know, have shown strong, competent leadership and they've left the, you know, the things that they controlled better for it. And so we need more of that in the Republican Party and less of the kind of status quo, timid Republican leadership who are, are embarrassed by their fundamental values and by their base uh, instead of going and contending and fighting for our kids' future. All right, voteadammorgan.com. Voteadammorgan.com is, is the website. Um, it's uh, Look, you know how this is, uh, Adam. I mean, I think you'd be a great congressman, but you're going to be fighting not only the Democrats, you're going to be fighting uh, the establishment wing of the party as well. Uh, how, how is the support for you out there? Um, I would say based on the announcement party, you've got a lot of people in your corner. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we had a great trip. We packed it out, standing room only. Uh, we, we hit six figures of donations on day one. Wow. I had a Congressman Ralph Norman came and endorsed me, even against an, a Republican incumbent. Uh, he's in the Freedom Caucus, uh, my local sheriff. A lot of legislators have supported me. And, you know, it really it comes down to people know my record in South Carolina. I'm frank. I will fight the left. I'll even stand up to members of my own party uh, to actually affect change. And, you know, we need that in Washington. I mean, look around and and so many uh, of the things that that made our nation great and have made us the the shining city on the hill are changing. It's an all out assault from the left. And you have to have people who recognize those stakes and are willing to uh, make the hard uh, votes and, and speak out to these issues. Uh, to really uh, have movement on them. And, and that's what I'll do at the national level. Well, you got to watch out for Norman now. We can't have you palling around with Ralph. Uh, no, he's a good guy. <laughs> he's uh, We've had a lot of fun together. He's a regular on the radio show, and he was just on the TV show yesterday. So so you're you're keeping good company, Adam. Yeah, well, he's a, you know what Ralph is? He is a strong, uh, frank, conservative fighter. All right, folks, and if you would like to listen to the remainder of that interview, you can do so by going to ToddSterns.com and downloading our podcast. 
Um, I wanted to break in because we are getting some some new information. Uh, we can now report that all of the border crossings in the Niagara area, and there are four of them, all four have now been shut down uh, into and out of the nation. Uh, we are, again, following the breaking news, the images that we are posting over at ToddStarns.com. You can see the video. You can see photographs. Uh, it also appears there were other cars that were damaged in this blast. But whatever was inside that vehicle, there's really nothing left of that car at all. I want to go to the phones. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee, Brock is listening to us on our flagship station, KWAM. Uh, Brock, wh- what do you make of all of this? Uh, just from my experience of keeping up with things of this nature over 20-some-odd years, uh, the January 6th tapes came out, so the lamestream media and the deep state and all them, they got to pull all stops out to cover for the truth coming out, much sort of like the JFK information that's been kept secret for over 60 years. And uh, Rosalind Carter just died, so that's one good storyline they can run with. Jimmy's on deck. Okay, wait a now second. Brock, 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 Brock. You, you, seriously, you're going to come on this program and you're going to celebrate a woman's death? I'm not celebrating. I'm telling you how the news media will cover nonstop. And now they have. Well, yes, she's a former first. Le- January sixth. Okay. January 6th. No, I hear you. Okay, we're 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 done here. Look, um, the reality is very clear, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is not some sort of a false flag. Something has exploded. This is real, and we're not going to take foolishness today, especially when an alert has already gone out suggesting that there are going to be terrorist attacks in this country. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We're also learning from the mayor. This is coming from ABC News. The mayor's office in Niagara Falls um, says the FBI is at the scene. Law enforcement is placing canine officers on each of the other bridges as a precautionary measure. But right now, if you're trying to get into Canada or you're trying to get into the United States, that's not going to happen. There's video of the aftermath, and it looks like it looks like the aftermath of a huge bomb going off. Lots of smoke, lots of haze, lots of uh, alarms that are sounding in the distance. So that those normally happen because of the of the concussion of the blast. And uh, again, we do not know how many people might have been injured, how many people might have been killed. Whoever was in the car is dead. Uh, that's that's pretty pretty evident. Uh, the question I would have is the people that were in other cars and the people that might have been in those toll booths. All right, we do have a statement now coming out from the FBI, and I want to read this to you as we go to break. The FBI is investigating a vehicle explosion at the Rainbow Bridge, a border crossing between the U.S. and Canada in Niagara Falls. The FBI is coordinating with our local, state, and federal law enforcement partners in the investigation. As this situation is very fluid, that's all we can say at this time. All right. Folks, be alert. That's all I can tell you. Be alert out there. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show.
was supposed to be a leisurely uh, stroll into Thanksgiving has turned into a bit of chaos. There is a developing situation at the U.S. border, the U.S.-Canadian border. And in just a moment, uh, Dylan is going to be playing some audio. An eyewitness filmed um, the immediate aftermath, and it looks like they're in some sort of a building that is next to the checkpoint. I'm, I'm unfamiliar with that area. But it's basically a giant toll plaza. And so anyway, this guy, his car is parked down there. So I don't know if it's an office building or what. Uh, but um, we've got the video. You can watch it on ToddSterns.com. And by the way, we are updating our lead story. So uh, if you go to our website, keep refreshing because we're adding more and more um, material there. And by the way, if you hear something, give us a call, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. But you know, this has been the great threat. While Biden is spending day 400 on vacation, and you've got, we've had border problems. I mean, how many how many more incidents do we need to have until they finally do something about Alejandro Mayorkas and unleash border patrol to do their jobs? But I want to be clear, they have not, they have not categorized this as terrorism. It could have been an accident. It certainly does not look like it when you actually see the the damage done to the vehicle. It doesn't even look like a car. It looks like the whole thing has just been been exploded. I think you can recognize a tire, and and that's it. So uh, the the video that was shot in the aftermath um, uh, is now going going viral. Uh, let's take a listen. Wow. I've never seen anything like this. The car just exploded. Yeah. Look how blunt the smoke is. Oh my gosh, it's getting worse. Yeah. Is somebody trying to put it out or? I don't know. I don't know. It's just spreading by itself? Our car is right there. My car is right on the side. Oh, my goodness. It's spreading. Hmm. Oh, shoot. What happened? I have no idea. How Could that be an elect? That is my car right there. The gray one? Yeah, the gray one. I just hope it doesn't right. spread. Well, there you go. Uh, that's um, somebody film- who filmed the uh, immediate aftermath. CBS News reported yesterday that there was intelligence saying that there was an increasing terrorist threat to New York State, and it was tied to the Israel-Hamas war. And the increase in civilian casualties um, raised the likelihood that violent extremist threat actors would seek to conduct these attacks. So that is the the bulletin and the warning uh, coming out of CBS News, which uh, happened yesterday. So we'll keep you updated on all this. Uh, what a mess, 901 Two six zero five nine two six. That's nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. I just got a text. Someone said, "Any word on fatalities?" No, we do not. Uh, we do not have any information there. We, if if whoever was in the car, they're no longer with us. Uh, that's a bad situation. And again, I'll read this um, note from the field office of the FBI in Buffalo. They're going to be handling the investigation, and they already have agents on the ground. So there you go. All right. Um, Folks, 
we promised trivia, and we are going to deliver on trivia. We are going to do that in spite of whatever is happening at at our at our northern border right now. And uh, this is an opportunity for you to win some prizes. Um, we need to know, and go, this goes all the way back to the early days, the early days of uh, the the Pilgrims. Which Native American friend to the settlers acted as an interpreter to the Indians? Who was that? A Native American friend. If you, you studied this in school, you should know the answer. Give us a call at 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Let's go to the phones. Connor in Boston wants to weigh in on whatever's happening in Niagara Falls right now. Hey, Connor, uh, what you got for us? Todd, you know what? I'm going to tell you. Um, I, you know, depending on what the, the situation is up there, you know, it's like I am sick and tired of what's going on in our borders. You know, Aliano Marcus is a disgrace, and quite frankly, not only should he be removed and impeached from office, he would face criminal charges for what he's done to this country for letting all these people in, for basically not doing his job at all and collecting a paycheck from the American taxpayer. And also, when it goes to the FBI, it's like if they were too, if they weren't so busy investigating false narratives with President Trump and anybody in his orbit and actually investigating real criminals, maybe we'd be able to avoid situations like this in the future. Yeah, and again, we we don't know uh, what happened just yet. Nothing official, but we can certainly see the images, and clearly something has happened at the border. And uh, there was, by all accounts, an explosion. A vehicle exploded. And uh, we will hopefully be getting, you know, details momentarily. Uh, But this also comes after they warned everybody there was a terror threat to New York State. So they know that people are plotting stuff, Connor. And honestly, my concern would be the people that are already here in the country. And that's, that's again, comes down to, like, his, like what this administration is letting go into this country. And also, Todd, just real quick, I just wanted to wish you, your family, and everybody else there at this great radio station a happy Thanksgiving. And um, hope you have a great day tomorrow. Well, Connor, and the same to you uh, there in uh, beautiful uh, Boston area. Hope you and your family have a great Thanksgiving as well. All right, let's uh, go to the phone lines. Laura in Ohio. Hi, Laura. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. Laura, we're going to try to win you a prize here. Uh, we're talking about Native America. There was a Native American friend to the settlers, the Pilgrims, and uh, this individual acted as an interpreter. Can you tell us that individual's name? Was it Squantown? <laughs> Yeah, uh, congratulations, Laura. You're a, you're a big winner. Uh, you're absolutely correct. It was Squanto. Congratulations. Yay, winner, winner, turkey dinner. Uh, <laughs> you listen to Guy Fieri. Uh, Laura, we're, we're going to hook you up with a, a copy of my latest book, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. You're going to love this one. Uh, we're going to put you on hold. Congratulations. Uh, don't go anywhere. Grace is going to get your info. Uh, Let's go to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mike, the owner of Nuga Radio, the Mike. Um, Mike, what do you make? Hey, what what do you make of what's going on at at our border right now, sir? Very odd situation. Can I first say Happy Thanksgiving? You may do that. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Oh no! Oh no! You're a racist. We killed the Indians. Okay. No. Um. My take on it is this. 
when you're doing what you're not supposed to be doing, you're not doing what you should be doing. That's the old saying. And the FBI has spent far too long going after moms that are attending school board meetings, writing down their license plate numbers. Same thing with the FBI attacking January 6ers who did nothing but march, knowing that Capitol Police let them in. I can go on and on. Todd, about six years ago, five servicemen were killed by a radical leftist Muslim lunatic, and the FBI still hasn't released all the details. So you're not going to get details from them. they, they got to go away. We need to replace them with something. I blame 100% on this on the FBI. They, you, know, they, you know what they're doing in Chattanooga? They're putting out 110 tail readers, tailplate readers, where they're going to read your license plate as you drive by. They all voted for it, Republicans and Democrats, over a million dollars. They're going to be spying on Americans while the terrorists get away with what they're doing. Well, we are the they surveillance society. Yeah, Mike, I, I'm curious. I mean, do you guys have a high number of terrorists that live in the Chattanooga area? That seems like a waste of time and effort. Oh, no. They was, it was five years ago where they went into a naval station and they killed uh, a bunch of five servicemen. And a hero, his name was White, pulled his own personal gun out and shot this guy and killed him. And he was under investigation. He hasn't been cleared of this day because he was not supposed to have a personal weapon on the base. Had he had not had that, yeah, he probably would have killed 20 or 30 more people. Well, I mean, to your point, the FBI is spending so much time these days uh, breaking down the front doors of pro-lifers in the, in the dark of night in their homes and going after the moms and dads, going to the school board meetings. Uh, they've got so much time on their hands to do that that they're not doing their actual job, which is which is to make sure that stuff like this, whatever happened, if in fact it was a terrorist attack, um, and by the way, the Associated Press um, this is the one line, the Associated Press explosion at United States side of Rainbow Bridge, Niagara Falls, nearby borders closed, cause unknown. That's what they're telling us now, officially from Associated Press. Remember in the 60s and 70s, we didn't have these issues. We never had these issues. But what happened is Gerald Ford, the rhino Republican, enacted something that would devastate America. The CIA could no longer... I hate to use this term, but eliminate our enemies in the field without authorization from Washington. So if a scumbag terrorist would speak ill of America, they would just do away with them. But General Ford signed an executive order and had to go through D.C. And since then, and since, listen, J. Edgar Hoover, I think he was a great FBI director. And since J. Edgar died, it all went south. Yeah. Well, those two items. Mike, we got to leave it there, sir, Um, and uh, always appreciate you calling in. Hope you and your family have a happy Thanksgiving there in uh, Chattanooga. All right, let's take a break here. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. folks welcome back to the todd stearns radio show you know one of the things that we promised you uh, when we launched this show many years ago it hasn't been that long but it's getting close to many years ago uh we told you that when breaking news of national significance happens we throw everything out the window and we just we go for it and we want to provide you with uh important information and we do have some brand new information coming in now uh from this explosion at uh, niagara falls 
Uh, the governor now saying this. Uh, she has been briefed uh, on the situation um, at the Rainbow Bridge. She is on her way to Buffalo to meet with law enforcement and first responders. Um, New York State Police are now actively working with the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force to monitor all points of entry to New York. So again, this goes back to the reporting from Catherine Herridge from yesterday from CBS News that there were concerns that there would be a terrorist attack in New York State, somewhere in New York State. And when I heard that report yesterday, it was sort of puzzling because normally it's New York City, but this one was New York State. So you wonder if they knew something was probably going to be coming across that border. Now, we're getting reports that uh, from Fox that um, that this is now being treated as a, a terrorist attack. We have not confirmed that information, so we will let you know when we do. Uh, they are reporting that at least one person was injured, a 27-year-old man who was taken to the hospital with minor injuries, including back pain and minor cuts. That guy was not in that car. I can tell you that much right now. There's no way. Whoever was in that car did not survive. So anyway, that is uh, the latest information, and uh, we will keep you uh, posted on that. Again, we are updating our main story over at ToddSterns.com. So if you want to see the videos, we've got our team hunting down those videos and posting them. Uh, so all of that information is is ready for you in one specific location. All right. Uh, you know what? Let's let's. All right. All right. Tell me what we're doing here, folks. Okay. Very good. Let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Honored to have our good friend uh, Charles Thorngren, who is the Chief Executive Officer of Legacy Precious Metals. And uh, Charles, um, a lot happening. Of course, a lot of the breaking news. Uh, but uh, you've got a lot to talk about as well as we head into the, the the holiday season. Hope you're doing good today. I'm doing great, and happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. And happy Thanksgiving to you as well. LegacyPMInvestments.com, ladies and gentlemen, is the uh, website, LegacyPMInvestments.com. So look, uh, the Treasury Department, we've been following this story, uh, dropping a financial bomb uh, that went unnoticed because of all this chaos that's happening in our country right now. Uh, Give us a lowdown on what's going on there, Charles. It's kind of what we've been talking about for a while now. We have major mismanagement in this administration. We we have an administration that has no respect for people's money. Uh, they've spent it in ways that are ridiculous, and they've showed no concern about the financial responsibility of this country. Uh, and it's what we've talked about for a while. And, and this is why we as individuals need to make sure that we protect ourselves because we can't count on the government to do it for us. So we look at, and when you understand that you're about to lose even more value on your money, it's a terrifying thing. And this isn't just because of overspending. This is because of what we've done in the past and what we're going to do in the next year. So this brings us to that point where We've all talked about it. We've all looked at it. We've said, this is not good. But now's the time to take action to protect yourself because you will lose value in your investments if you're not protected. And, and let's talk about uh, some of those things that you guys um, you guys are, are dealing with every single day at Legacy Precious Metals. And again, folks, LegacyPMInvestments.com. 
Charles, it's important to diversify. We talk about this, uh, you know, every time you come on, but it's important for people to hear that message. You have got to diversify your retirement portfolio. Absolutely. You need to diversify in the best of times. In the worst of times, it's absolutely necessary because that's the only thing that keeps you safe. And uh, folks, you can do that again at LegacyPMInvestments.com with all sorts of great resources. Uh, Folks, it is, and there are some great opportunities. And it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. Now is the time to do that. And Charles and his team are all about educating. So they're not going to be shoving something down your throat. And Charles, in our final minute together, we're going to get you back on next week uh, because I want to go more in depth into the Treasury issue. But I, 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 I want you to tell our listeners Uh, what they need to be doing. What is that first step they ought to be taking here? The first step you want to do is give us a call. You'll find that when you call us, we're very easy to talk to. We help with information. Again, like you said, we're, we're not pushy people, but we're here to help show you what gold and silver can do to protect what you've worked so hard for. So the first thing is give us a call and don't be afraid to ask questions. That's what we're here for. Answer your questions give you some guidance, and help you make a choice. I love it. And, and folks, also, if you're into collecting coins, on a, on a side note, you got to go to their website. They have an incredible <laughs> collection. And uh, the, uh, trust me, these are eye-popping coins. You're going to love them. Uh, Charles, we're going to leave it there, but we are going to get you back um, so we can have a longer uh, time together. Uh, just hope you and your family have an incredible Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, and the same for you. Hopefully you have a wonderful holiday, get to spend some time with family and enjoy it and give thanks. We have a lot to be thankful for. We sure do. We sure do. All right. There you go, folks. A good man, Charles Thorngren. And we're going to get him back next week. Don't worry, folks. Uh, I know many of you have lots of questions about this. LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. We'll be right back, folks. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Happy to have you with us on this Thanksgiving Eve. And uh, it is a very busy breaking news day here on the program. Uh, coming up a little bit later on, we're going to be talking to Congressman Mark Alford uh, from Missouri. Uh, a lot happening there, uh, including some questions he has about the Air Force Base warning members, warning airmen not to attend a pro-Trump rally. So we're going to be talking to him about that a little bit later on. Also, a chance for you to win some prizes. It is Thanksgiving trivia here on the Todd Stearns Radio Show, so we'll have a good time there. And, of course, we are following the breaking news developments right now in Niagara Falls at the at the Rainbow Bridge. Uh, there has been a massive explosion at the border crossing, and as a result of that, all four border crossings in New York State uh, have been shut down. We also understand from the governor of New York that the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force is on scene. 
Now, we have a lot of videos and a lot of pictures for you to check out at toddstarns.com. But what we find very disturbing is that this explosion, and they have yet to come out and officially call it terrorism. When they do, we will let you know. But when you see the car that exploded, there's there's no way this was some sort of an, of an accident. There, there's no way. So look, uh, just yesterday, CBS News reported that there was a there was a risk of of terrorism in the United States and specifically in New York State. Let's take a listen. Thank you, Jerika. CBS News has obtained a security alert suggesting an increasing terrorist threat to New York State. The New York State Intelligence Bulletin points to Israeli operations against Hamas and specifically that the increase in civilian casualties raises the likelihood that violent extremist threat actors will seek to conduct attacks against targets in the West, with New York State being a focus. The alert says possible targets include protests and other public events. Police in New York maintaining a highly visible security presence around potential targets like synagogues. And while there's no specific or credible threat, security for this week's Thanksgiving Day parade is at a high level with the full deployment of thousands of New York City police officers. The Intelligence Bulletin emphasizes that anti-Palestinian chatter has also been observed on multiple social media channels with pro-Israeli advocates calling for violence against Palestinians and those who support them. The greatest threat threat comes from lone actors who take inspiration from violent rhetoric, much of it online. Today, New York's governor called on social media companies to take an aggressive approach to shut them down, Jerika. All right. And uh, there you go, folks. That was yesterday on CBS News. Today, just about a little over an hour ago, we got word of a massive explosion. And folks, uh, the, the smoke cloud from this thing could be seen from miles away. We understand at least one person has been taken to the hospital, a 27-year-old with minor injuries. We have no information on the individuals that were in the car, and we also don't have any word on the conditions of the people that might have been in that toll booth, and also no word on how many other people were around when this explosion actually happened. But anyway, we have a lot of um, a lot of information for you there on our website at toddstarns.com. Are you concerned about terrorism on American soil. Because, ladies and gentlemen, if, in fact, this is confirmed to be terrorism and not an accident, at some point you have to wonder, when will Congress get serious about Alejandro Mayorkas? It is his job to protect our borders. It is his job to secure our borders. So what exactly is this man doing? And how much longer are we willing to put all of our lives in danger for the sake of political expediency? And by the way, that's what the Republicans are up to here is political expedience. They don't want to get into a fighting match. They don't want the negative press coverage. They're afraid it's going to hurt their bottom line. They're afraid it's going to hurt their chances of being reelected. And so what happens? Well, you've got open borders, and you've got Lord knows what coming across that border. And again, if, if this turns out to be terrorism, and by all indications it's certainly looking like it at this point, But if this turns out to be terrorism, the question is, okay, that's what was trying to come into the country. The question is, what about the people that are already here, and what are they up to? So we're going to be taking your calls on this 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. I'd encourage you to go to our website and check out the uh, the footage. It's, It's pretty shocking, folks. It is just absolutely shocking. 
All right, we're going to take a, a quick break here. Before we do, uh, we do have some great trivia uh, questions for you. And here's the deal. You get the question right, we're going to send you a signed copy of my latest book, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. All right, here's the question. And this is for all you Charlie Brown fans out there. We want to know who delivered the Thanksgiving prayer in the TV show, A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Who delivered the Thanksgiving prayer? If you know the answer, give us a call, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Starn Show. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy to have you with us. Wow, a lot of you folks wanted to weigh in on trivia. Let's go to Scott in Conway, Arkansas. All right, Scott, who said the Thanksgiving prayer in a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving? Who was that, Scott? Todd, this is a guess, but I'm going to say Peppermint Patty. Oh, Scott, uh, good try, though. I appreciate that. I hate that. Um, but let's uh, let's go to uh, Aaron in Memphis, Tennessee, listening to us on our flagship station, KWAM. All right, Aaron, it was not Peppermint Patty, but who was it? I'm thankful to say it was Linus. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, it was Linus. As a matter of fact, Aaron, we actually have the the audio of Linus delivering that prayer. Let's take a listen. In the year 1621, the pilgrims held their first Thanksgiving feast. They invited the great Indian chief, Massasoit, who brought 90 of his brave Indians and a great abundance of food. Governor William Bradford and Captain Miles Standish were honored guests. Elder William Brewster, who was a minister, said a prayer that went something like this. We thank God for our homes and our food and our safety in a new land. We thank God for the opportunity to create a new world for freedom and justice. Amen. And amen. Uh, So, Aaron, uh, congratulations. You are the big winner. Nice. All right, Aaron, what you got planned for for Turkey Day? Well, I'm a chef, so hopefully nothing. Oh, is that right? So, well, I have to imagine, you know, not cooking on Thanksgiving Day would be a blessing for a chef. That is a thing. Great. Where do you uh, do you want to give a shout out to to the restaurant? Well, I'm actually a corporate chef. I'm a private chef for a lot of the uh, the bigger businesses here in Memphis. Is that well fantastic? Well, I look um, well nothing but the best for you, sir. And uh, we do have some great chefs here in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. We're going to put you on hold, and uh, we're going to get your information. And Grace will get you a copy of the latest book, Culture Jihad: How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. Well done, you guys. Uh, we've still got a couple of more trivia questions to give out and uh, a chance for you to win some prizes. So hang tight, and we're going to get to that in just a few moments. I uh, want to give you yet another update, and the breaking news is coming in fast and furious. Uh, Fox now reporting that their sources are saying this was, in fact, an act of terrorism. There are also reports of at least two people that have been killed Um, We don't have any information on those individuals. But um, right now we're being told two people killed and one person that we know of has been injured at that blast. 
That happened on the Rainbow Bridge at the U.S.-Canadian border. We're also being told from the governor's office in New York that all border checkpoints um, along that stretch have been shut down. And there's no word on when they will reopen. Uh, We also understand all government buildings in the area have been evacuated. So, again, these are images. And if you're watching us on Newsmax, uh, you can see some of these images coming in. Just unbelievable um, the the amount of damage that was done. Uh, Now, we also understand that the FBI um, Joint Terrorism Task Force is on scene and they are handling the um, investigation as well as the Buffalo field office of the FBI. So a lot of breaking news, and uh, that's the reason why you need to listen to your radio for the remainder of the day. And also, if you're going to watch television, watch Newsmax, uh, because they will have up-to-the-minute news and information on this breaking story, the attempted terrorist attack at the New York-Canadian border. And that leads me to the next question if they had made it across, where was that car heading to? And what was the ultimate plan? And are there others out there? So there's there's a lot that we don't know, ladies and gentlemen, that ought to concern all of us because our borders have been so porous that we have no idea what's been coming across the border. All right, our telephone number again, 901-260-5926. That's 901 901- Two six zero five nine two six. If you want to weigh in on what is believed to be a terrorist attack, an attempted terrorist attack, that car exploding at the U.S.-Canadian border. All right, I, I want to play some some audio here. the The left is going nuts over Donald Trump right now. This is beyond nuts. This is unhinged nuts. This is insanity. So MSDNC's Claire McCaskill was on the channel, and she's out there attacking President Trump and says he's more dangerous than Hitler. Cut number six. A lot of people have tried to draw similarities between Mussolini and Hitler and the use of the terminology like vermin and the, the, the drive that those men had towards autocracy and, and dictatorship. The difference, though, I think makes Donald Trump even more dangerous, and that is he has no philosophy he believes in. He is not trying to expand the boundaries of the United States of America. He's not trying to overcome a neighboring country like Putin is. Is in Ukraine. He is not going for some grandiose scheme of international dominance. All he wants is to look in the mirror and see a guy who's president. All he cares about is selfish self-promotion. That's the only philosophy he has, which makes him even more dangerous because he has actually said out loud that it would be okay to terminate the Constitution to keep him in power. He said this He actually said those words. And the irony is all of these supposed conservative folks that have populated the Republican Party all stood around and with their their thumb in their mouth going, well, yeah, okay, I guess so. It's it's bizarre. So there you go. Um, Comparing Donald Trump to Hitler and talking about how the man has a big ego. Well, of course he has a big ego. He's running for president of the United States. Tell me one person who is running for the presidency who does not have a big ego. I mean, come on, that's ludicrous. But the idea 
that Donald Trump is going to be sending his political enemies to the gas chamber is laughable. Keep in mind what we've been talking about forever on this program, that when the left is out there accusing you of being Hitler-esque, that means they're doing something Hitler-esque. That's what that means. Look, it was Bernie Sanders supporter, a Bernie Sanders campaign staffer, who said back in 2016 that if they were to win the White House, they would want to round up all of the Trump supporters and send them to re-education camps. And by the way, that's not the only time that's not the only time threats were made against Trump supporters and the MAGA world. Uh, President Trump's own team played a montage of Democrats and their unhinged rhetoric at the impeachment trial. Cut number 20. For justice. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. My administration will always stand against violence, mayhem, and disorder. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. I stand with the heroes of law enforcement. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. We will never defund our police. Together we will ensure that America is a nation of law and order. We were in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. But I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. I feel like punching him. We just want law and order. Everybody wants that. I want to tell you, Lord Dutch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. We want law and order. We have to have law and order. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. We believe in safe streets, secure communities, and we believe in law and order. All right. You heard a lot of prominent Democrats there threatening violence and also encouraging the mob to get active. When Chucky e. Schumer made that threat against Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh on the, on the steps of the U.S. Capitol building, what happened? Well, there was an attempt on the life of Justice Kavanaugh. That's what happened. So words do matter. But it's not Trump out there calling for violence in the streets. It's the Democrats. Time after time after time, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I don't know how many how many times we have to go down this path with the folks over at MSDNC and CNN, the most profane name in news. Remember, it was, it was Maxine Waters who told people, her minions, to go out there and absolutely harass Trump supporters. Those were her exact words, to absolutely harass them. And she wasn't talking about at a political rally. She was talking about gas stations. She was talking about supermarkets. She was talking about restaurants to get in their face wherever they might be. And we saw that happen in mass. Remember Sarah Huckabee Sanders, then the White House press secretary, and she was ordered to leave a restaurant simply because she worked for the Trump administration. The owner of the restaurant refused to serve her a meal. So give me a break. You're talking about uh, you're talking about violence. Uh, what was it, Joe Scarborough yesterday on MSDNC talking about how, well, Trump, if he's elected, he's going to execute people. He's going to throw them in jail. No, no, that is not true. That is not accurate. As a matter of fact, the people that are out there gunning down people because of their politics are by and large far leftist. As a matter of fact, it was a Bernie Sanders supporter who tried to massacre Republicans at a baseball practice in Washington, D.C. So don't come to me with this nonsense. And this is one of the reasons why MSDNC doesn't want me to come on and debate, because they know we're going to come armed with the truth. 
But what they want to do is they want to paint a portrait of Donald Trump as being some sort of, of a Nazi leader, when in fact it is the left and the FBI that are leading the Nazi cause. You say, what do you mean by that? Well, all you have to do is look at what happened on J6. A lot of those FBI agents were posing uh, as Antifa, white supremacists, the whole nine yards. And we're going to get into that a little bit later on on the show. All right, uh, folks, again, our number, 901-260-5926. It is a breaking news Wednesday here on the program, 901-260-5926. Do you feel safe in your community? And what are you doing to protect your family, your loved ones, from the terrorists? 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Starting Show. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show, and of course, we are also simulcasting right now. You can watch us on Newsmax 2, their awesome platform. I want to give you some updated information. Uh, This is now coming from the Buffalo News, a source telling them that the speeding car crashed into the bridge structure in Niagara Falls, then exploded. They're telling us that... um, that the the car was heading into America. So it was coming from Canada into America. There is other reporting out there uh, that this has been confirmed as a terrorist attack. Uh, We are waiting for official confirmation on that, or at least an attempted attack, and two people are dead. And when you look at the the images, and we have them up on the screen, or you can go to toddsterns.com and you can watch them as well, Uh, That is a horrifying explosion. There's nothing left of the car. I want to go right now to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, and we're honored to have from the great state of Missouri, Congressman Mark Alford, who is a member of the the Armed Services Committee in the House. Uh, Congressman, uh, first, uh, we welcome you to the show. Um, This breaking news, I'd love for you to weigh in on it. Do you have any information? Are you getting any intel on Capitol Hill? Uh, no, we're not. Not at this moment, Todd. We'll continue to keep an eye on this. This is uh, part of the growing problem. I think uh, we're getting, we had gotten some warnings that uh, these types of uh, incidents could start happening. Uh, we need to be aware as Americans, uh, there are people who want to do us harm. Uh, when you see uh, an open border to the South, uh, that uh, Joe Biden and Secretary Mayorkas have continually lied about about 8 million illegal aliens into our sovereign nation. And uh, we're starting to see problems on the northern border as well. Uh, I, I think it's time for America to wake up and realize exactly what's going on. Well, it was interesting. There was some reporting yesterday, uh, CBS News, uh, Catherine Herridge reporting uh, that there had been a lot of chatter and that an alert had gone out warning of possible terrorist activity connected to the Israel-Hamas war. Uh, but And what really struck me as interesting there, Congressman, it was speci- it was not New York City, it was New York State they were concerned about. And so mm-hmm. this certainly would fall into that category if, in fact, uh, it is verified to be um, an act of terrorism. Look, I think we all need to be watchful uh, and mindful, especially as we gather 
with our family this holiday season to give thanks to God Almighty. Uh, we're going to be in a large crowd in Kansas City uh, tomorrow night for the lighting of the, the plaza. There'll be some 70,000 people down there. We just need to be mindful of the times in which we live, not to be scared, not to be fearful, but just to be mindful and observant. Well, it's pretty wise advice, and uh, certainly um, whoever the injured party there is, and I have to imagine they might have been in that toll booth, um, let's just hope they have a speedy recovery. Uh, They're saying two people in the car were killed. Uh, My question, and I'm sure the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force will get to the bottom of this, where was that car intended to go? Where, Where was the ultimate destination? Well, that'll be interesting to find out. Uh, it, it, it was uh, it's obvious uh, just from a, a common person standpoint that uh, this was meant to do harm, meant to kill. And we know uh, uh, while we don't have any indication that these might be Islamic terrorists, uh, we do know that that is their modus operandi, is it not? Uh, the way they deal with 9-11, uh, the way uh, Hamas has done with uh, Israel taking innocent lives and uh, willing to sacrifice their own and their own people uh, to uh, put their children, own children, in harm's way to use them as human shields. Uh, it's just it's despicable. Uh, Congressman Mark Alford from Missouri, a member of the House uh, Armed Services Committee, uh, joining us today on, on the radio program. Uh, Congressman, another story we've been following involves the, the Air Force Base in Minot, North Dakota, sending out this warning this memorandum uh, telling airmen uh, not to attend. What I know you're fired up about this. A lot of people on Capitol Hill are fired up about this. What can you tell us? What's going on here? Well, the first indication I got on this was when Corey Mills, my uh, colleague from Florida, who's also on Armed Services, uh, texted out this uh, uh, news story that had come about yesterday. It's very disturbing that the Air Force, at this particular location anyway, is prohibiting uh, its its service members from attending political rallies. Now, uh, under the Hatch Act, uh, they're not so, supposed to be showing up necessarily in their uniforms, but you cannot control, nor should you, and I, I'm talking about either side. If someone wanted to go to a Biden rally, not that he would have one, or Gavin Newsom rally, uh, or a Ron DeSantis rally, or a Trump rally, uh, the the military should not have any say as to what you do on your off time when you're not in uniform. And to threaten members of the military with disciplinary action because uh, they are supporting one political belief or another is wrong. I think this is the ongoing uh, problem with the military that we've seen uh, since Obama got into office and started these ridiculous diversity, equity, inclusion programs and CRT programs that have only gotten larger under President Biden. And we are working uh, feverishly. Uh, we did with the National Defense Authorization Act to strip these programs out of the military, to get the drag queens out of the military. They're doing promotional shows to try to boost recruitment. And uh, we're going to be fighting for that as we are Uh, part of the conference committee now with the U.S. Senate. When we get back to Washington, we will be trying to make sure that these get through the Senate, these prohibitions as well. You know, I'm I'm glad you mentioned Obama. And we talked about this on the show yesterday. Uh, During the Obama administration, they were actually telling officers, hey, if you see any materials from the American Family Association or Family Research Council, uh, you need to be aware those are hate groups and they were going after very well-established, well-respected religious organizations 
uh, simply because they didn't necessarily agree uh, with with the beliefs. Um, so, so as soon as I heard about this, Congressman, I immediately thought Obama. That's who I thought. Well, I, it wouldn't put. Uh, I would not put it past him or his ilk. Uh, those still sticking around Washington, actually running the Biden White House. Uh, to, to try to put pressure on the DOD to do this sort of thing. But I'm telling you right now, Todd, uh, Corey Mills and I, Eric Schmidt in the Senate, we are not standing for this. We are going to root out uh, who who started this, and we're going to haul them up before our committees. Uh, we, we do need to talk to our chair about this, but get them before our committees to give an explanation of why these type of veiled threats were made of disciplinary action for people wanting to simply uh, – uh, do their constitutional right uh, and that right together and to support uh, policies and politics how they see fit. And, and I appreciate you doing that. And I say, go get them. Uh, I, I will say this, uh, the overarching concern I have is is the chilling effect this is going to have on free speech and freedom of assembly. I mean, we're talking about some basic constitutional rights here. And you do have to wonder, even if the Air Force lifts this order, or this memorandum, or rescinds it, you're still, if you're an airman, you know, you're just an 18, 19-year-old kid, uh, you're thinking, ah, I think I'm going to take a pass. I think you're right. I think it's an attempt just to squelch any type of uh, uh, way of thinking that is contrary to the DOD right now. And I think that is a sad state of affairs for our military, especially when we are trying to uh, boost recruitment in all branches you know, the Army missed their recruitment goal by 25% last year, and it's looking even worse this year. Only 9% of Americans' young people have any interest in joining the military. And when they think that they're going to be punished for exercising their free rights off base and out of uniform, uh, that is a chilling effect. And it doesn't, I think, lead anyone to want to join the military if they have any uh, political leanings one way or the other. All right. Well, Congressman, we're going to leave it there. I'm glad you're back home in the district for Thanksgiving and hope you and your family have have a great turkey day. God bless you. And I appreciate your show. And uh, also on Maxim, I mean, uh, Newsmax too. It's a a great venue uh, to see what you're doing. Well, you're you're kind to say that. And uh, you always have an open invitation here. We, We love the great work you're doing up on Capitol Hill, Congressman. Thank you. God bless you. All right. Uh, There you go, folks. Congressman Mark Alford and uh, getting some of the first congressional reaction to what happened uh, there at Niagara Falls. Um, We're also going to be talking to Governor Mike Huckabee uh, on the Newsmax TV show coming up, as well as uh, Newsmax anchor and national correspondent Caleb Park. Uh, So you're going to want to stick around and watch the Todd Stern show coming up at three o'clock Eastern. All right. We've got to take a quick break here. We're going to the phones as well. And we also have yet another trivia question. It's Thanksgiving. And for all of our new uh, listeners and viewers, uh, we like to give away stuff during the holidays. We do this at Christmas time and we do it at Thanksgiving. So here's the deal. Um, you're going to win a great prize package. You just have to answer this question. What city has the oldest Thanksgiving Day parade in America? What city has the oldest Thanksgiving Day parade in America? Grace Baker, you made it a little bit easy for people today. You're, we really do have a multiple choice here. Is that true? Yes, I was trying to be generous. You oh, know, geez, it's Thanksgiving. Loop. The holiday season is here. You see, I think our audience is smart enough to know this. Well, but. how about we try no multiple choice first, but then if we need to, we can give them a hint. We better give multiple choice. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just saying. We people have checked out choice. for the holiday. They need a multiple choice. All right. Is it Los Angeles, 
Philadelphia, or New York City. The city that has the oldest Thanksgiving Day parade, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, or New York City. Give us a call right now, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Starn Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy to have you with us today. Let's go right to the phones. Maggie in Massachusetts hanging out with us today. Maggie, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Maggie, I'm doing well. Uh, We're going to try to win you a prize package here. Are you ready to play some trivia? Sure, go ahead. All right, here we go, Maggie. We want to know which city has the oldest Thanksgiving Day parade. Is it Los Angeles? Is it Philadelphia? Is it New York City? I'm going with Philly. That's right. Maggie, congratulations. Yes, our official turkey um, says you are correct. So congratulations, Maggie. You're the winner. Thank you. All right, Maggie, we're going to give you a signed copy of my most recent book. It's called Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. You're going to love this book, and we appreciate you hanging out with us today. And thanks for watching us on Newsmax TV. So hang tight. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Grace is going to pick up the phone and uh, get you um, get you that um, that book. All right. I do want to go to the phone lines. Alfredo is listening to us in Miami on uh, watching us on Newsmax and wants to weigh in on the situation uh, developing in New York. All right. Um, what you got for us? Um, first of all, uh, thank you and God bless you for what you're doing. I appreciate your kindness. Um, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, in Jesus' name. Now I'll go to the next step. I'm calling because I just saw the uh, atrocious act about the car running into the border between Canada and the U.S. I decided to call the White House to find out what are they doing about this because we're part Jewish and we're kind of not in fear, but what else? how far deeper can this be inside already inside the U.S.? They told me to, I wanted to make a comment and leave it to the president. So when they transferred me, it says they are not taking comments, and they hung up. So wait, are you telling me the White House hung up on you? Really? They hung yes, up sir. on you? Yes, sir. That's that's unacceptable. But And, and by the way, we've been checking, um, and we've been monitoring our sources. Uh, the White House has yet to respond to anybody. So you're not the only one, Alfredo. Uh, it looks like the White House is hunkered down right now. Um, and this is a serious situation we're dealing with. The question I have is how many other car bombs are driving around out there, sir? Um, who knows? But the majority, uh, he knows, and they refuse to answer. Biden knows they refuse to answer. Um, again, what they're accusing Trump for is what they've been doing. Exactly. And, and and look, this is how the Democrats operate, folks. Uh, every time they're out there accusing us of doing something, they're the ones that are actually guilty of it. So you can take that to the bank. You can just mark this moment down on your radio, folks, because that's how they operate. They always have and they always will. Alfredo, God bless you, sir. Hope you and your family have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, by the way, we just got some new video in. And this is the um, the video that showed the actual moment of the explosion. And if you want to watch that, go to ToddSterns.com, and uh, you will see the updated video there. 
It's coming from some sort of a CCTV video feed, and it shows the moment that the blast happened, and that was a huge explosion there at the toll plaza. Also getting some information, I believe this is from NBC News, is now reporting that the injured person happened to be a Border Patrol officer. He's going to be okay. Minor injuries. He did not even need to stay in the hospital. So that's good news. Um, and that could have been a whole lot worse. So we're glad to know that uh, that individual is doing okay. And uh, my goodness. So we are waiting to hear from the White House. When that moment comes, I'm fairly certain you will be hearing about that on Newsmax uh, TV and, of course, also on our N2 platform. Again, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. Grace Baker, do we have time for one more? We've got to have time for one more trivia question. All right, we've got time. Grace is telling me we've got time. All right, here we go. Um, NFL teams. There's always an NFL team that plays on Thanksgiving. Every single Thanksgiving, this NFL team plays. Can you tell us the name of this NFL team? And if you do that, you're going to win a great prize package uh, here on the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. The NFL team that always plays on Thanksgiving. Well, you know, folks, um, we, we are about to, to celebrate. We're getting together with our families tomorrow. Many of you folks are already where you are supposed to be. Uh, many of you are on the roads right now, and tomorrow is going to be a very special day as we gather around tables and we give thanks to God for this great country, and we give thanks to God for the, the bounty and the blessings that he has bestowed upon every single one of us in this great nation, the most exceptional nation in the country. And I hope uh, tomorrow, as as you gather with your family, that you will take a moment and you will thank God for what he has done for us here in this country, and that you will teach your kids or your grandkids or your great-grandkids about why America is such an exceptional nation and about the great sacrifices that were made and about the great friendships that carried us through some very difficult times as a nation. So there's a lot going on uh, tomorrow, a lot of football, a lot of eating, a lot of cooking, um, a lot of stuff happening. But just take a moment tomorrow before you head off for the turkey trot in the morning to to remind your family why we're giving thanks tomorrow. All right, real quick, let's go to the phones. Dan in Statesville, North Carolina, listening to us on WSIC. Dan, what's that football team that's going to be playing ball tomorrow? The Detroit Lions. Wow, you, you have excited the Todd Starn Show Thanksgiving turkey, Dan. Uh, gobble, gobble, and gridiron football. It's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Hey, I want you, uh, Dan, to hang tight. We're going to send you a copy of my book in the mail, and uh, we appreciate you listening to the program. We thank all of our great radio listeners across America. All right, folks, that is going to wrap up today's radio show. Want to wish you, on behalf of our great team here at the Todd Stern Show, want to wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. Be good, America.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.